Hey y'all, it's me, Ed Carbajal, mixed martial arts analyst for MMANews.com, MyMMANews.com, SureDog.com, and a bunch of other places. Uh, This is the MMA Afterthought. Um, Recording this Sunday morning after UFC 248. Um, I submitted my, about five hours ago, I submitted my seven takeaways piece for mmanews.com and um just uh the thing about last night obviously co-main event probably should have been the main event and you know but um once you uh i'm guilty of it too but once you once you calm down after the um initial response of what you just sat through you know you got to Put your, not put yourself in the fighter's shoes, but if you've ever trained or done any any type of sparring. And Adesanya alluded to this at the post-fight press conference. Um, you know, if you've ever uh, done uh, that type of movement with another person that's in trying to trying to hurt you, whether it be training or in real life, and you, and you know a thing or two about fighting, you really can't um, you really can't uh, throw caution to the wind unless you know for sure. You have uh, a significant amount of experience and, and you know, tricks up your sleeve. Um, you're not going to see the action that you that you saw in the co-main event. So, um, the only other thing uh, that, uh, that I have to say, though, is, uh, I mean, uh, what, whatever Romero was doing could have worked. Obviously, at the start of it, he saw... I mean, Adesanya paused. He saw extreme caution. You could see his face. He was like, wait, this is not what I was expecting. Let me see if I can figure out a way around this. Um, because the thing about y'all Romero, everyone knows this, is that one shot can change the tide of a fight for him. Even if he's on the losing end, if he lands something on you, especially uh, like that overhand left that he landed in the first round, that landed, um, and Adesanya admitted to it in the, in all the interviews he did after, like that that rocked him. That uh, uh, he said, because even when he felt like, let me try to make something happen, and that hap- and that happened, he said, you know, let me stop. I got to be methodical and, and you know not risk losing my you know. Remember, this is his first title defense. He's still he's a young champion. You know, uh, mixed martial arts was not his first. Uh, hold on a second. I'm uh, actually, I gotta pause this. So when I watch these things, um, to do the editorial, I have to watch the entire event. I watch from first bell, fight past prelims, straight through the ESPN prelims, and then, uh, you know, obviously the pay-per-view. And, and since I don't like giving ESPN my money like that, I uh, I make my way to uh, my local watering hole. <laughs> and... Uh, so I usually miss like the last fight or two uh, on the ESPN um, on the prelims on the broadcast portion. Um, so I'm about to rewatch those now. But I thought I'd get this in because obviously that uh, f- after the the co-main event, I mean, folks are, are obviously focused on you know what happened last night. Um, so, uh, but the, back to uh, Adesanya, um, you know, so. You know, you it, it was his first title defense. Both both uh, Zhang and Adesanya made their first title defenses, and um, you know if 
if he just got it and he's on top of the world, you know, a smart person that plans for a longer career, I mean, not just for their own safety and their own health, you know, he's, he's going to fight the smartest fight to fight. And unfortunately, that's the fight that we saw in the main event. Um, it's hard to put blame on anyone, but I mean, at 42 years old, that was probably Yoel Romero's last chance at a at getting the middleweight title. You know, he fought he fought Robert Whitaker twice. He fought uh, he fought uh, Paulo Costa to get to the, the number one. It was supposed to be Costa, but you know, he's got an injury or whatever. The, the, uh, you know, he's 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 laid off. So they're they're probably going to make that for International Fight Week in July, based on what they said at the post-fight press conference. Um, but it depends on uh, Costa's medicals. So we'll see what happens in July. Um, I may or may not make it out to Vegas for that. I haven't been since uh, the sale of the UFC. But I mean, and then the other thing too is like when you get a co-main event like Wei Li Zhang versus uh, JJ Joanna, not champion or former champion. I'm not going to butcher her last name. Um, it's hard to it's hard to just get into. Uh, it's just hard to. Uh, uh, you you get you get brought to that high from both women putting it all on the line, and then you get to the to uh, I don't want to say the safest fight, but the you know it, it's it's it is a professional sport, and I mean I wrote this in my seven takeaways piece. If you want to read it over at MMAnews.com, seven takeaways from UFC 248. I said uh, you don't uh, it's it's uh you know it's it's chess not checkers. So there's more than one way to win. Uh, I know the Just Bleed film. I was sitting next to the worst people, too, watching this thing last night. Uh, I mean, you you guys, uh, I don't know if you guys know, I'm in New Jersey. And uh, the stereotypical Jersey Shore dudes were sitting next to me that you you knew they didn't watch the sport. They only watched whatever. Uh, Gambling on their phones live. It, It was just the most... (laughs) annoying guys to sit next to but that's neither here nor there um but um so like but guys like that don't understand that that's uh i call them the just bleed fans like they don't care about the athlete safety or any of that stuff and you know like there's a point where some uh in the uh who got cut above the eye that they checked it was bleeding above the eye it was Gerald Mearshart. I think it was Gerald Mearshart. They they checked the uh, the doc. They stopped the fight to check the cut, and these and these freaking hammers were like, "Oh, why are you doing this?" Because you know we're not we're trying to somewhat civilize something as uncivilized as fighting. But anyway, oh, that was that was aggravating. <laughs> um, so yeah, the um. The, the co-main event probably should have been the main event. You know, like, I know March is supposed to be Women's History Month. I think today, March 8th, is actually Women's History Day. Um, so they're, like, extending it. This seems to be the new trend to extend things a whole month. And I'm not trying to not rag on women before. If any women want to start to get offended, I'm not. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is, like, why did you make Weili Zhang and Joanna the co-main event? And then they put on what's probably going to be the fight of the year certainly the fight of women's mixed martial arts history the best fight ever like you look back like cyborg gina carano uh i'm trying just off the top of my head you know other other fights that that just were like wars 
don't even come close to what these two did last night. I mean, they 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 did the opposite of what Romero and Adesanya did, and, and uh, they but they. Sorry, that, that's uh, my alarm on my phone. But they both did. Uh, I'm recording this on Anchor through my phone. Um, they both literally were just like, "F this! One of us is not walking out of here tonight." And they actually, I mean, they both walked out, but they they had to go straight to the hospital. Go on Twitter, you'll see Joanna's uh, the hematoma on, jo- on Joanna's forehead are are horrible she looks like john merrick from the elephant man and and i mean it's just horrible horrible <laughs> those were from elbows too that if you if you watched a fight uh there was points where because joanna was leading with her head so Zhang started throwing an elbow out there for her to just because there's she ran her head into Zhang's. it was almost like a headbutt but it was more for the takedown so the, the ref didn't call it or anything but Zhang was like all right fine you want to fight dirty then she would she just literally rammed her elbow out there for her to come into and, and that's what caused that and then uh when they would turn against the fence she did the same thing like there's there's one point where she holds her head and mashes an elbow uh, not 12 to 6 really you know like maybe uh maybe two to eight or whatever you want to call it um so it's legal and uh and when i'm i'm referring to the the path of the strike for folks that don't uh, know the rule of the 12 to 6 rule or uh you know for the technique but um yeah it was a great fight split decision so um you know they deserve all the bonuses and stuff that they get but uh obviously uh two contrasting uh, championship fights and uh, if they do book that fight again this, I wrote this on the 7 takeaways piece uh, definitely needs to main event it they definitely need to main event it but with the damage they took I'm fine if they don't fight for the rest of the year uh, y'all should be too so that's it I just wanted to, uh, to put this up um, before I record the uh, discussion with uh matthew hawkins on the coast to coast combat hour podcast the one i do weekly uh where we have guests and fighter interviews and stuff like that um but uh because i usually don't get to get all of my goddamn takes in so <laughs> so this, this is my podcast so i'm getting mine in now early while they're fresh in my head and uh just said i got about five hours sleep i was up late so i always watch the post-fight press conference um Walid Ismail is uh, Paulo Costa's manager, and he, <laughs> I think he's like wishes he still fought, because you know he's from the the heyday of MMA. But anyway, that's a, that's a separate issue. Um, good fights though overall. UFC 248 was was not a bad card. I was pretty. Uh, Dana White said it performed well, so they're they're uh, you know we're in March three pay-per-views in and they've they've had three pretty uh pretty solid cards um 247 if you had to rank them 247 uh was definitely the worst one as far as just like the weird judging and stuff um you know but uh this there's a lot of good fights on the on Duran win uh uh Mir- and Gerald Mearshart the fight I mentioned earlier that was uh and Mearshart was the underdog and, and he managed to get a submission victory over win uh, the very first fight, uh, uh, I can't pronounce Dana, Dana Bernagal. I can't pronounce his name. I mean, he's new to the UFC. He was on the, under the UFC fight pass prelims. He knocked out, uh, 
uh, Giannetti on, uh, on, on the on, like first round quickly. So you're definitely going to see that guy again. So we'll all have time to get his name right. Um, but that's it. I just wanted to get this in before uh, before I do the Coast to Coast Combat Hour. We do that every Tuesday. Uh, it's on the Blogboard Jungle YouTube channel. We do it's a live stream. Uh, lots of stuff coming this week. Uh, I'll be covering Bellator 241. They're doing a press event. Um, New York City. State of emergency coronavirus, so hopefully I don't catch it when I go. But uh, uh, that'll be streaming on YouTube on Belter's YouTube channel as well. Uh, they're going to announce their sp- uh, spring summer schedule, so hopefully that means they're coming my way soon. And uh, yeah, just follow me on Twitter at Carbazel if you want to read everything I write and uh, my interviews and stuff, podcasts, all that stuff is there. So for uh, those that are still listening to the MMA Afterthought, thank you so much. And I'll talk to you soon.